Hello, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. I'm Stacy. Happy Tuesday to you all. Thank you again so much for tuning in. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here and wanting to hear what I have to share with you today. Um, before we get started with today's episode, I want to give a shout out and just thank you for everybody that has downloaded episodes, continues to come back, sending me emails, following me on social media. It really means the world to me. It makes my day every single time I get a notification that one of you have reached out to me. So as a thank you, I would love to give one of you a, well, I would love to give all of you realistically, but I'm not there yet. So in the meantime, I want to give one of you a free coffee on me. I will give you a shout out on the show And you will get a 15-minute coffee or cocktail chat with me to just talk about whatever goals or how you're feeling stuck and what you need to work through or just anything. Um, It'll just be me and you for that 15 minutes to have a conversation one-on-one. And so this is it's really easy. All you have to do is leave a review. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, you scroll all the way down um, through all of my episodes, you'll see a spot where it'll say leave review. Um, follow me on Instagram at she wakes up tag three of your friends who you think might enjoy the show and then just screenshot a shout out to the show or screenshot your review and tag me in it in your story and that's all you have to do to get entered to win I will make sure to announce the winner on next week's episode so again just um, leave a review follow me on Instagram at she wakes up tag three friends, and then screenshot a shout out or screenshot your review and share it on your story. That's all you have to do. And you get a free coffee on me from Starbucks, you get a shout out, and you and I get to chat one-on-one as girlfriends just behind the mic. And I can't wait to see who the winner is and to see everything come in. And all of you guys who are participating, like I said, it just lights me up to get all those notifications from you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Sincerely, it means the world to me. Today's episode, we are going to get kind of deep today. You know, when I'm recording these episodes, I really do just roll off the cuff and kind of let whatever is coming to me or something that is speaking to me um, in real time, I like to talk about that. And while this isn't something that I'm currently going through, it is something that keeps coming up for a lot of my listeners. They have reached out to me and have talked to me about a lot of this. It is something that has still some roots in me that I'm still working through, like I share with you all the time, that I'm still overcoming some of my own shit, and I still have growth that I got to do, but this is kind of the point of why I started the podcast, is to help women get over some of that trauma and some of the shit that we've all gone through or currently going through so that we can get up out of that And because we all deserve better, right? Nobody wants to be treated that way. Nobody wants to feel down on themselves. Nobody wants to look in the mirror and just go, yuck. I would say the majority of us really do have goals. We really do want to feel better. We want to do better. All the things. And when we are stuck in that toxic cycle of abuse and trauma, or we might have gotten out of that, but it still haunts us in some capacity, it can still hold on to us and drag us down just like we were still in it. So that's what I want to talk about today because as I recognize that in myself, when things come up, when I'm trying to do this inner work within myself and I'm trying to manifest and I'm trying to put my mindset in this 
really positive place. And then I recognize that when I do that inner work, that some of these dark things still come up for me. And this is why it's important that we know we have to still revisit these things. And even though we do the work, it's okay for it to still come back up. We just need to keep working through that and know that every time we do it, it's going to get a little easier. And that every time we do it, we're going to be able to put a little bit of that past behind us. So I wanted to talk more about why abuse and trauma haunt you and how to face it. Again, maybe you're currently going through this. That's okay. This will help you walk through that as well. Um, But it really is for somebody that feels like they've gotten out of that. Um, Maybe they've even moved on. Maybe they're remarried or, you know, they're completely in a different place, yet things still trigger that response. When they were in that abusive, traumatic space, you still have those memories and they feel so real. Anybody that has gone through that and then something sparks it and you relive it, it feels as if you are still in that place. So I wanna dig deep into that. I wanna dissect it a little bit and I wanna help you figure out why it's still coming up for you and how to work through that so that we can move past that because that's something that I'm still working through myself, like I said, and um, I'm always transparent. And I don't want to ever show up as somebody that I'm not. So when I tell you that this is real to me, it's, you know, something that's been coming up for me as I'm doing my own inner work. It's true. And that's why I want to come and talk to you about it, because I know that if it's doing this for me, it's real for me, then I know I'm not alone in this. And that's why I'm sharing this with you is because We need to understand that we are not alone. And whatever it is that we're going through, there's somebody else that's walking a similar path. And we just need to talk about it. We need to let it be heard. And we need to connect with one another so that we can link arms and overcome all of the shit that we have gone through or that we're currently going through. Okay? So today's whole episode is going to be about abuse and trauma and overcoming all of the shit that haunts you even after you feel like you've gotten out of it or that you're on your way out and how, why, how and why and what to do when it still comes up. Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Failing, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside, and so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Let's just get into the nitty gritty today with all the uncomfortable stuff, right? We don't really like to talk about the abuse, the trauma. Um, Anytime that anybody has been in that, it's embarrassing. We feel like we are covering something up. We don't want to talk about it. 
We're trying to hide how we really feel. There are so many things that go into being in an abusive or traumatic situation. And we usually turn inward and we feel like something happened along the lines that makes it our fault. Or the reason why we're stuck is because it's our fault. And when you go through this time and time again, and you're in it for a long time, this really does wear on you. And it changes who you are because you really have to kind of mold into this different person so that you can fit into this relationship where you're manipulated, you are made to feel bad about yourself, you start to feel bad about yourself without anybody telling you. And so you really do become a different person. And it's not the person that you want to be. It's not the person you're meant to be. But you get so consumed in that that you end up losing yourself in all of that. So when you try to get out of it or you do get out of it, there are still things that come up for you in life and the day-to-day that trigger that, that reminds you of that same situation because you're brought right back because of that emotion that's attached to it or the sound or the smell or the song or the place We call that anchoring. So when you anchor something, that means that there is a certain situation, whether it's good or bad, that we associate with a sense. And so it could be your first love and that song at the seventh grade dance, right? That you just, every time you hear that song, you are reminded it takes you back to that place. Um, Maybe it's your grandma's cooking, her favorite thing that she ever made for you You associate that with a certain smell and just brings you back into that moment when you're remembering being in the kitchen with grandma and all of that. It's the same thing with trauma. You typically relate it to something. And so when you hear it, you see it, you think about it, somebody else talks about it, it immediately brings you right back to that place again and it feels very real. So it's important to know that when we do that, it's normal because that's how we remember. That's how we have memory. And it's something that we just have to detach from when it does happen. So when we have those triggers, we have to remember it. We're not in that place anymore. It's okay. We're safe. You have to kind of remind yourself of these things to let your mind know it's okay. This is no longer happening to you. While this might remind you of that, you're safe. And that happens to me sometimes where I will get reminders. Like there are certain songs I can't listen to anymore and good songs. Like I love the songs, but it really just brings me back into a place where I didn't like where I was. I didn't like who I was. And so I can't really enjoy that music anymore because it's ruined for me. And that's unfortunate. And there might come a day where I will be able to overcome that, but I'm I'm not yet there. And so that's why, you know, it's important that when you recognize those things is to try not to put yourself in that place, but when it comes up just to know and to remind yourself that it's okay, you know, you're not in that place anymore. You don't have to worry about it and it's something that you just have to be conscious of and kind of work past. Um the other thing is that we typically blame ourselves We blame ourselves for what happened. We blame ourselves for staying. We blame ourselves for being stuck. We blame ourselves for the aftermath. We just are constantly pointing the finger at ourselves Um, because when you are in an abusive traumatic experience, 
you're often made to feel like you're the one that's in control. And if it falls apart, it's on you or you're the one that's not in control and either way you're getting blamed for what's happening. Um, And for me, I was in a relationship with a complete narcissist and so it was always my fault. The finger was always being pointed at me and no matter what I did, no matter what I saw, no matter what I said, it was all my fault or the world's fault. Um, You know, that whole woe is me, that was super real. The I could literally tell that person that, you know, what I was looking at was the same thing that he was looking at. The sky was blue that day, right? We were both looking at the blue sky and I could tell him that the sky was blue and he would tell me it's not. He would do something in front of me and he would literally say, no, you didn't see that. That's not what was happening. You're in denial. You're crazy. You're this, you're that. And so you constantly, you're just like looking back at yourself and going, wow, am I crazy? Am I not seeing what he's seeing? You start to second guess yourself so much that it becomes second nature to always question what you're doing. And it becomes this really yucky feeling because you know, and maybe you don't, because I can remember when I was in that situation that I didn't really see it that way until later on when it kept coming up. And I was like, why why am I believing what he's telling me when I know clear as day that's not what's going on? But why is he allowed to tell me? And then how is it possible that he's making me believe that? Like, I know what I'm seeing with my own two eyes. I'm not blind. I'm not insane. Like, I know what's going on. Why am I being made to feel as if what's going on isn't real? It was so hard. I don't know how else to explain it other than you feel crazy. You literally are made to feel crazy. And I just think that after a while, it takes a toll on you because you're constantly thinking that about yourself. And I know on this podcast, we talk about like the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. So imagine if you just keep telling yourself day in and day out, like I'm freaking crazy. Wow. Maybe I am seeing things all wrong. Like what is wrong with me? you start to believe it. So then I feel like I just kept getting further and further away from who I was because I was being told that I was this other person. So I feel like I kind of had to mold into that because I was like, well, I guess if I'm this person, I got to do these things, right? Oh my gosh, you guys, as I'm telling you this, I am exhausted already remembering back what it was like to be in that situation and feel all of those emotions and to have to question who I was 24-7. I have to question what I was doing, whether it was the right thing, even though I knew in my heart, like I had all the best intentions, but it was being made to feel like no matter what I did, it was never okay. I was never right. I really was just kind of a mess. And trying to figure out, especially in my 20s, I was trying to figure out who I was anyways, let alone have to deal with that. So I can understand how somebody gets so sucked into that type of a relationship where you're in a time warp, you are in this black hole, and you're trying to get out, but you don't really know how to get out because you're still trying to figure out yourself and you're trying to figure out what you're being told and you're trying to make sense of this whole crazy world that's going on around you and none of it feels right. You're just talking yourself into it every single day. You're making all of these excuses. You're justifying why you're there, what's going on, 
because it's normal to you. You've made it now your normal. And so to talk yourself out of it is even crazier because you're like, well, no, I'm, I belong here. This is what I need. This is what I deserve. And if this is the person that I am really, that they're telling me that I am, then absolutely I meant for this person. You know, like I don't deserve better. Um, maybe I need to work more on myself because I just, I, if, even if I got out of this, there is no way anybody's going to want me. I'm not worthy. You know, all the shit that we believe, it is insane how I can't believe that I allowed that to happen to me. I can't believe that I let it go on for so long. It's, it breaks my heart, but at the same time, I wouldn't be the person that I was. I wouldn't have overcome all these things. I wouldn't have all the lessons that I've learned. I wouldn't have the motivation to keep going. I wouldn't be here having this podcast, that's for damn sure. I wouldn't have been confident enough in myself to just show up behind a mic and talk to the air. That's what it seems like sometimes. It seems like you're just talking to like nobody, even though I know that you guys are listening and I appreciate that and you know that, but that's what it feels like. I wouldn't have had the confidence. I wouldn't have even known where to start. I would not 100% would have had the support to go after something like this that I felt good about, I would have been talked out of it. I would have been told that no way you're going to make it like all of these things. So when you're in these situations, can you imagine trying to go after something? First of all, you probably don't even have a clear idea anymore because you're so wrapped up in trying to avoid drama, trying to avoid somebody like jumping down your throat. You're still trying to figure out and make sense of what's going on in your world. You're trying to figure out who you are let alone trying to go after something big, something bigger that's not like the day-to-day that you have to tackle. And so even when you do have glimpses of that, you're immediately shut down because you tell yourself or somebody else tells you that you're not good enough. You'll never make it. Why would you even think that? That's absolutely crazy. Why? No. Don't even think, like, why, why waste your time? This is the thing that happens that when we are in that situation, we don't see. We don't see how impactful it is. The things that we are being told, how much they influence our choices, how much it influences our emotions and our actions, right? Because our emotions drive our actions. And so when we're feeling like so bad about ourselves, we're down, we're confused, we're tore apart and we're just trying to make sense of our world, how we're feeling is going to drive our actions and we are not going to be motivated. We're not going to be inspired. We're not going to feel supported. We're not going to feel understood or heard. So why even try? That's how I felt. Like why? I wanted to. I always knew that I had it in me. I was a very motivated, driven person. You know, I went to school to be a nurse and I was able to do that and It was not easy though. Like I literally had to give myself a pep talk every day and talk myself into going to class to remind myself of the reason why. And the reason why was my daughter. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for her, I don't know if I would have made it. So my advice to you is to find something that is giving you that hope, that is inspiring you. You have to find your why on 
you know, what it is that you want to do this for. And if that's you, if it's plain and simply just you want to do it for you, that is a damn good enough reason if you ask me. But if that's not big enough for you and you really need something more to help motivate you, dig deeper. Why? Really, really look into that. And negative thoughts really are a part of this because like I said, how we talk to ourselves because of how we are talked to really impacts us. So this is where we get into that negative mindset and we start telling ourselves all of these limiting beliefs and we just start acting as if we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough, we could never do that. We talk ourselves out of it every single time. That's where the affirmations come into play. That's where you just have to remind yourself that, you know what, no, here I am showing up for you, doing all of these things, not being appreciated for it. I know that I have these things inside of me that I wanna go after but I'm being held back. And you have to start taking all of those negative things that you've been told or telling yourself or listened to this entire time, you have to understand that it's okay to start pushing those away. Every single time they come up for you, think about it, take it in for a second, really evaluate, see how it resonates with you. And if it's like you you can't believe it, you want to push past that, push past it. Flip it around to put it into some sort of affirmation to make you feel good about yourself or the situation and help remind you the reason why you're trying to get out of that, okay? The reason why you are doing the work. Put it into a positive space. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be this big thing. Just try to find that little glimmer in every single thing that comes up negative for you. You have to also understand that when you do get out of this abuse and this trauma, that whatever person or situation had control over you and was holding everything over your head no longer has control of you. The beautiful thing is that you don't even have to be out of that situation for that control to be clipped. Literally, it's in you. You get to decide whether that person or that situation has control over you. And when you are able to recognize your worth, when you're able to reframe those negative thoughts about yourself, when you're able to just like put your hand up when somebody says something harsh to you that you are like, that's bullshit. Absolutely not. That is not who I am. That is not what I'm doing. And I'm sorry that you see it that way. But no, when you can do that, you can set those boundaries you're no longer allowing that person to have that control and it just throws them for a loop. They are so confused because one, it's probably the first or maybe very few times that you have ever been able to stand up for yourself and that takes them back because they're like, who are you? This isn't you. You're usually very meek. You usually take what I have to say to you and you don't give me any crap back, but now you're standing up for yourself. So they, they look at you a little differently. And two... Now you have the power. They don't like that. And it might feel a little intimidating to you because you're not used to having the power. But damn girl, when you do, you feel so empowered and inspired. And you're like, I can do anything. How dare you stand in my way? I got this. You've been in my way this whole entire time. And I'm not putting up with this anymore. I don't deserve it. I know my worth. I can do this and I'm going to do this because I'm now in control. I'm taking over the wheel. You need to go sit in the backseat. Hell, get the hell out of my car. You're done. We're done. 
right? And you have to become that alpha. This might not be how you were raised. This might not even mesh with your personality. It might be very difficult for you to come up out of that, but it's kind of like that whole, you know, dog when an owner, like when you're trying to train a dog, you have to be the alpha. You have to show them that you are in control, that they have to listen to you and obey you. But that's also a respect thing. It's it's a power thing, but it's also a respect thing to where you have this mutual relationship where that dog understands that you have control. And I hate to compare people with animals because I, I know that, you know, that's probably not the best comparison, but to give you an idea, that's how important it is because as soon as you allow that dog to gain control, that dog is no longer going to listen to you. They are not gonna take commands. It's gonna be really hard for that dog to get back on track and to be a quote unquote good dog, right? So when you think about that with relationships and people, you have to recognize that once you let go of that, and you, are, you give them that okay to treat you that way and to step on you and to cross that boundary, they're gonna take full advantage of that. And then once you slip in and you correct that and you say, no, I'm in control here, I got this. They take a step back, look at you all kinds of crazy, and then actually start to respect you slowly because you've set that boundary. It's so important to set those boundaries, but you have to see it in yourself first to be able to do that. So it's really important that you take that control and you know how important it is to have that control. And it might be uncomfortable in the beginning to try to get that because you haven't allowed it for so long. And if you're in a situation where it's dangerous to do this, because if you are in a very abusive, toxic relationship, it can be dangerous to take that control away from that person because they see it as a threat. They are not going to put up with that. Um, and they might do something that's going to harm you. So if you are in that situation, I really do want you to tread lightly on that, but I want you to talk to somebody about it. I want you to find a safe place for you to have that power. And then I want you to come back and take that power in a way that isn't gonna put you in danger. So if that means calling in reinforcements and calling those support people to help you through that, or to you know, remove yourself in a safe way where you have people around you, or to call the authorities, or to just get out and stay somewhere for a while until you can go back in, maybe when that person's not there to get your things. Just know that I never ever want to tell you something that's going to put you in harm. So if, if you know that about the person that you're with or the situation that you're in, please, I always want you to put your safety first. So if that means that you're going to get hurt because you're taking that authority, I, I please, I want you not to do that, but I want you to get to a safe enough place that you can walk away and that eventually you will be able to set those boundaries without having that harm put on you, if that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense and you still have questions and you're like, I'm really confused by what you just said, um, I really need some more clarity because I am in that situation, please reach out to me. I would be more than happy to have a conversation with you around that. Um, as somebody that had questioned that myself, I totally understand. And I don't want you to feel bad if you cannot put yourself in that place to set those boundaries right now. Just know that it is possible. But if you want more insight on that and you just want somebody to talk to you about that, please reach out to me. My email is Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, at shewakesup.com. You can always hit me up on Instagram too at shewakesup. 
And I mean, I'm a nurse, so I completely understand and respect HIPAA laws. Whatever you tell me is in complete confidence, okay? I just want you to know that too, that nothing ever goes beyond what is talked about between the two of us. And um, I just have your best interest at heart. So please feel free to reach out if you are in that situation. Um, and the other part that I just wanted to talk about really quick was to make sure that you have those people in your corner, that you have some people that you can reach out and connect with. It doesn't matter if it's family or friends or just somebody that you know that is in a similar situation. Make sure that you have at least a couple people in your back pocket that you can connect with that understand, that do know, maybe they don't know the full story of what's going on, but they know enough to not even ask you questions when you come to them and you say, I need help, right? Um, and it's okay to ask for help. So if you're in that situation, please just know that there are so many resources. There is so much support out there. I am one of those huge supporters for you getting out of that trauma and that abuse. And even if it's something that you have already gotten out of, like I said, this is something that continues to come back. And I would love to say that once you leave the situation, it all goes away. It does not and that's okay. It's just learning how to cope with that and learning to slowly walk away, slowly start to get comfortable. I will not lie to you and t say that when I first got out of that, I was afraid at times that that person was going to show up at my house and that I might be harmed. I got text messages that were threatening. I got voicemails. Um, all I can say to you is that when you do come across that, that you save and document everything, that you write it down. Every time that somebody was on my property that was not there, that was trespassing and threatening, I called the police. I have it on um, record. So I filed the police report. I saved all those threatening text messages. I saved all those voicemails. I documented every single time that he would show up. Like I have it all just in case I needed to use that in my defense. Um, it's scary. I understand. It is very scary to be in that situation. It's very scary even when you're out of it. And I never want to discredit that at all. So I just want you to know that there is a way you can get through this, but it's really difficult to do it alone. You really do need some people in your corner. And I didn't have a whole lot of people. I just had a couple, but I could trust them. And I knew that they understood enough to really help me. And it wasn't even that they had anything to say or that they did anything for me. I didn't need anything other than to know that they were there in case I needed to call or text. Um, and that made me feel safe. So, all right. Just to recap, <laughs> I know this is a heavy subject and I know some of you might be in completely different situations as I'm talking about this, but the pattern is very similar amongst all of us who have gone through some sort of abuse and trauma. And the aftermath is similar. And I can't say that we've all gone through the same degree of abuse and trauma. However, there are very big similarities that I think when you talk about it with somebody, they still understand enough to help hear you and to help give you some support and guidance in the right direction. So please, like I said, if you need any sort of clarity, you just need somebody to hear you, I'm here, please reach out to me. Um, I'll put all my information in the show notes for you so that you can do that. Um, I would love to hear some things that you might want me to share on the podcast just based on you know, what you've listened to so far and some of the episodes that I've talked about. If you guys 
have any sort of ideas or something that you want me to dig even deeper into, I would absolutely love your feedback and suggestions. So um, last but not least, reminder that I'm doing the giveaway. So if you want that free coffee, because I will never pass up a free coffee, absolutely not. And you want 15 minutes with me to just chat about whatever is on your heart right now, and you want me to shout you out on the show, make sure to leave a review, follow me on Instagram at SheWakesUp, tag three friends that would enjoy the podcast as well, and then screenshot that or your review and just tag me and I will put you in and I will announce the winner on next week's episode. So it'll be next week, Tuesday. All right. Well, it's been awesome as usual, and I look forward to seeing you back here. You know where to find me if you want to reach me outside of this podcast, and I will talk to you soon.